When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to a little Wine Over Matter Big Brother bonus episode. I'm here with Courtney from Court from Coco Loses. Gosh, I will get this right at some point. It's okay. Hi. Um, sorry, this episode's a little delayed. Life is crazy right now, and it's a bonus episode, so we do it when we can. Yes. <laughs> so also bear with us because now we have to remember episodes over the last like week and a half from last Sunday's episode and we're going to cover so we're basically going to cover episodes like two through five in a quick nutshell and from what we can remember I was thinking do you think this is why there aren't a ton of big brother podcasts because it's like a lot to keep track of it's a part-time job and I also was noticing like while I was watching it's like there's so much just like filler too like we can't possibly talk about every whispering conversation that takes no place and it's just like a lot of filler that isn't much to talk about, but yeah, so um, we can kind I think of you're like, right. It is a commitment to do, like especially if you were to do an episode after every episode. I don't feel like there'd be much to say. No, no, that's actually a really good point. You're right; there wouldn't be. But they also all start to blend together. Like I know when we were touching base before we started recording, it was like, wait, was that what episode was that? So I know um, it's a lot, and I, I can't believe it's been like. I just feel like the last week also just went by really fast. And so, um, it's, yeah, I, we were, we were having a hard time remembering what went on in each episode. (laughs) Um, so let's jump back to then last Sunday's episode from July 11th. That was episode two, um, which we, I know we got introduced to what the have not room looks like. That looks awful. I don't know if I could survive being a have-not. I think for my showers, I would have to go outside and get very, very hot. Oh, that's a good idea. And then just go do my cold shower. Like, the cold showers would be super hard for me because I'm like, even when it's hot out, I still take at least, like, a decently warm shower. Yeah. No. Um, and, and that's kind of, I've been thinking, and I don't know how it's going to go the rest of the time, but I do feel like so far this season – we have been seeing more of things like that, which like, um, it was the have not room. Oh. And like, you know, when someone new becomes HOH, we hadn't been seeing that for a while. And I know we did end up seeing it later this last week. So hopefully, um, I like to see all that stuff. Cause I think about that too. Those beds look terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, like a jet ski. Like, a, oh, yeah. I don't okay. even know what was going on on those other ones. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, the cold shower would be bad. I know they were trying to make the best they could out of the slop. Um, and I mean, yeah, I guess it is what, I guess you can deal with anything for a week, but I would imagine being in that kind of environment, dealing with those kinds of things is very annoying. Yeah. Cause you're already like your mental health health is already like all over the place by just being put into this house. You're away from your family and friends. You're like completely like paranoid and already always on edge. 
and now you're just like being you're not getting good sleep you're not getting to eat like normal meals you're not getting like and all those things just I think take a toll on you like mentally and physically which I know is the point of it I've never feel like I've really seen somebody like I should look at it more closely like when people are having breakdowns is it like on weeks that they're have nots oh that is interesting and that's the thing I've always said like big brother would be such like a good psychological case study you know what I mean like what that kind of stuff makes people people do and yeah that would be interesting um I'm trying to think too off the top of my head I can't really recall anything except for you know Mickey or whoever last season two seasons ago refusing to eat the slop but um yeah that we should we should focus on things like that this this coming week see I agree. Um, so besides getting introduced to the have not room, we, um, Derek, uh, informed everyone that he does go by big D since there are two Derek's in the house. So I think if we can get in a good habit of that, we have yeah. Derek and we have big D, um, we Frenchie and big D said they made their final two deal at that time. Do you think now that we've watched a few more episodes, do you think, Big D is going to stay loyal to the, well, let's, I mean, do we even think Frenchie's going to make it much further in this game? No, Laura, this <laughs> has been the disappointment of my week. Um, the fact that we had such high hopes for him, he burned so, hard, so fast. Like, what are you doing? And like, as he's right. Yeah. He is a super fan of the show, man. Like you should know better. Like yeah. you that paranoid. I've never loved someone so much one episode and by the next episode was just like, you are nuts. You're insane. You're playing this game all wrong. And you've like already sealed your fate. Like days into this game. And I think everybody in the house probably is thinking the same thing that the viewers are thinking. Like I was very disappointed to see how fast he was. And it's kind of like anybody else did it. You are blowing up your own game because you just like, uh, that again what happens in your mind where all of a sudden like no one said they were after him he didn't yeah. like it was, he perpetuated it so then they started talking about him no one had been doing it before yes it's just he just went way too hard way too fast I just I mean you want to be the person that just kind of like eases into that like you want to be the person where like two weeks into the show like you pop up on the screen and the people at home are like this person <laughs> yeah under the radar and totally. that, I was gonna ask you actually so they made that final two deal pretty quickly like yeah, I would that say was like the start of that episode yeah yeah so would you be interested in that with someone and also okay no I guess would you be interested in a final two that early I mean I think as anyone almost would, you would say, yeah, because if you already yep. say no, it's going to be, For sure. it's going to be an issue. Like I've never heard somebody say, no, I'm not interested. Everyone yeah. says yes to a final two deal, whether they have the intentions of like sticking around. So I think the question is like, I would say yes to anybody who asked me, but I don't know if I would approach someone, but you just, you get all in your head, you get all in the moment and you immediately just like, jump in and you're just like, I trust this person. Like, like, and then you just like think that this is the person you want to ride or die with when you really know this person, like 
24 hours. And you're going to learn a lot about them in the coming weeks. I know. So yeah, that I was, I was thinking I wanted to ask you that because I think same exact thing. I would say yes, because what else do you say? And you yeah. kind of have back pocket, but I feel like, um, other than, and I could be wrong. You, again, you've been watching much longer than I have. I think Derek and Cody were like a final two from almost day one, right? Correct. They and were one that, of my favorite final twos. I loved yeah. Derek. And that rarely, I feel like, ends up happening. Like, that's the thing. You really have to trust that other person no matter what. And that yeah. doesn't work in the house. But they did. It worked for them. Yep. Um, so Sundays, we've learned that this is going to be the night, at least for, the, for, for, like, the weeks to come, is the night we're doing the wild card competitions. I'm loving the wild card competitions. I think it's bringing, like, a super fun twist to the game. Um, this first wild card competition we had for this first week was, um, they basically had set up a fake house that had cans and bottles and belt, like all these different, it looked like there was a huge party the night before and there was a massive mess and you had to like walk through it to find your, what was it? Your keys, your wallet and your cell phone. Yes. So you had to find those three items in this mess of a house making the least amount of noise as possible because they were measuring, what do they call that? The holes? Yes. So they were measuring yeah. that and then you wanted to have the least amount of points. Um, so the each, so basically each team, so like the Kings, Queens, Aces, and Jokers, they each have to like pick someone who's going to go for their team. If you don't pick someone, then they draw your name out of a hat. So um, we had Kylan, Christian, and Hannah for the three teams. Was it Hannah's team that? Um, yeah, I think they said they were going to leave it up to fate. They all had a reason they didn't want to do it. And I think some, I mean, obviously no one wanted to do it, but I think it was her team where like someone said that their foot hurt, which I mean, that wasn't true. They were like, yeah. I just don't want to, do like everybody had an excuse. Exactly. And so, um, yeah. And then she got picked. I don't know how they, I don't remember how they picked it. Was it, I would think it was on the screen. And they just threw it, it out of a bag. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. So it was Kylan, Christian and Hannah, the three that competed. Um, they all went through the party house, did it. Um, I don't even remember. Christian won. So it was Christian yeah. won. Um, are you a quiet person? Are you a clumsy person? How would you do on that challenge? <laughs> Okay, so I was thinking about it, and again, like, you think one thing, and then if it was you, it'd be totally different, but, like, they made it very clear it was about, like, not making noise, and, like, all of them burst in there and, like, knocked those cans over right away, like, I know something behind the door. That, right off the bat, I was like, I feel like I would have thought about that. Because I don't think I would have. My um, favorite was that two of them, um, I think it was Kylan and Christian, on their way out, slammed the door. <laughs> No, and then they wreck his so for every bit of noise you made you lost points or, or no you gained points and you were trying not to gain points and then um if you went over the allotted time period of five minutes then they added points and i think they actually all went over yeah and i forgot um, they also had levels of the points so like if it was under i don't know how decibels work but if it was like let's say under 10 you only got one point added if it was like 10 to 20 you got five points and then like so when they slammed the door it was like a 25 point like add -on. yeah I think my thing would have been 
it's hard to be quiet and to be fast at the same time. So I think for me, I could have been a little bit on the quieter side if I was moving slower. Yeah. Um, but it, you're you're getting like docked on both those things. So I don't know. I mean, who am I to say anything? But yeah, I actually really liked that competition. I thought it was fun. Um, and it's interesting to see again, I don't know how it was edited, but um, like I know the cell phone was where the champagne glasses were and like they each kind of got it out a different way, which I yeah. thought was, you know, no, everyone kind of put their own spin on it. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying these wild card competitions. I know, um, so yeah, so Christian won it. He basically was gonna be, he was safe for winning and then he spun a wheel and it had either, there was just like a bunch of ones, a few twos, and like one or two threes. And if you spun the one, you picked one person on your team to save, two, two people, three, everyone on your team is safe. And it like landed on the three. Like it was like right there where his whole team was safe, but he ended up only um, getting the one and he picked... Xavier. Yes. Is it Xavier or Javier? It's Xavier. I think it's Xavier because it's I like I always forget and I keep Yeah. I feel like I keep going back and forth. I need to remember that better. Um, okay. It's funny because you and I were talking about it real quick before we started recording that the issue with our dear friend Frenchie is that he basically like backed himself into a corner right off the bat because mm -hmm. and I think this goes back to you don't really want to be the first HOH, right? Yeah. So he had told the, the group of guys he came in with that they were all safe if he won. Then he made a proclamation that he was not nominating a woman, which no. I originally liked that because I feel a lot of times when a man is the first HOH, it's just two girls right off the bat. Always. He wanted to, I don't know, did he say meatheads or is that my own word? I feel like he might no, have said, he said meatheads. Yeah. So I thought, oh, that's awesome because here you have like, a, a, a male who wants to nominate like strong males, which you don't really see that normally all the guys are sticking together. But then like, you know, everyone that came to talk to them, to him, he promised them safety. I know. So he backed himself into a corner. And so it was funny because the person he for sure wanted going home was Christian. And then that was the person that won safety. So he really shot himself yeah. in the foot with that. Yeah. So it was smart though, that the girls had kind of, told Christian that Frenchie had said he was a threat and that they yeah. had were promised safety. So that allowed Christian when he won to know, okay, he already promised these girls safety. So I need to save my other buddy. And that should right. mean everybody on our team is safe. And, yeah, no, it was a game play on his part, I thought. Yeah. Um, so yeah, immediately after Frenchie starts flipping out because he's convinced that Christian and Alyssa are in a showmance. He decides to change up his, like, anytime one person that he wanted to nominate, like, didn't, it wasn't going to work out. He, like, concocted some story and, like, freaked out, and he was going to be, like, the showman slayer. So he was like, since I can't nominate Christian, now I'm going to nominate his, his partner, supposedly. I don't, are they in a showman's, like, or do they just flirt a lot? Like, I, I think it was just flirting. I think, you know like Christian himself said, they're both attractive. They would make a nice looking couple. Um, I didn't see anything that made me think that. Um, and on the one hand, I thought, 
okay, I see your logic. It is smart to cut it off at the, at the start because showmances get harder and harder to break up. But like, you've been in there like three days, man. Like yeah. they know each other's last names. Like, I think you're okay for now. And he made it such a big deal. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. So, he, <laughs> yeah. So he freaks out. So he's like, I'm nominating Alyssa. And then we find out his other person he nominated was Kylan. What was, what was his reason for Kylan? Just Well, let's keep in mind that he had told Alyssa to her face, you're not even on my radar. Yep. You have nothing to worry about. And she was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. So now he, again, kind of is going back on his word to all these different people because you yep. can't promise something and then... And I mean, people do that in this game, but not not in the first week. Well, and that's the thing too is the way they're doing with these. Your whole team is safe, and they like yep. their options of who you can nominate are like very small. Like yeah, so that is definitely going to be playing a part. So when you're promising the world to all these people, like you might be HOH, and you're going to have a small pot of who you can pick from. Yeah. So, um. um and Island, I don't remember why. Was it just like a process of elimination based on who else he had promised safety to? I think so. I don't remember him having like a serious threat about Highland or anything. So I don't, yeah. I don't remember. I think it was just kind of who he picked. And I didn't make any note of why he said he picked him. So um, yeah, so that was kind of the end then of Sunday's episode. So then we go into Wednesday. Um, I kind of started the episode where... I feel like I still really like Highland. Like, I feel like I've liked him more and more every episode. And I, um, I was sort of like indifferent about him. You know, I had wrote blah or yeah. meh. I wrote and meh. he's growing. Yeah. My meh has turned into, uh, yeah, he's really, he's really sweet and friendly and, um, I'm starting to see more of his personality. So he is growing on me a lot. Yeah, and, you, and you see, I don't get a very fake. Like, no. He seems like a yeah. pretty genuine guy, um, and I just don't have an opinion on Alyssa. So at that point of the start of Wednesday's episode, knowing that they were both on the block, I was like, I don't really care who goes home on Thursday. I mean, I exactly. don't really at the care who goes home on Thursday. So. Yeah, kind of like that, I feel like, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I thought it was super weird also that Frenchie didn't discuss with his team his nominations. His team even had mentioned they felt, like, blindsided that, like, he never mentioned anybody who he was. Like, what do you think, like, to get the trust of your team? Because your team ultimately is part of your, like, it's kind of an unofficial alliance that you have. Right. And that's a perfect opportunity to, like, earn trust of three other people. I agree. I think, I do think Asla said something about that where she was like, I didn't even know yeah. like I, who I was, who, what was going on. So really uh, he just, I don't know what he did. He went in way too many directions and um, he would also real quick, I think from the previous episode, we didn't talk about it, but he was picking like weird reasons for wanting to nominate people. And so like, again, yes. he went a quote unquote meatheads and then when he actually had a conversation with um brett brent or brett is his name brent brett, brett uh champagne he yeah. oh, no, it's they, brent. They, i'm sorry brent with a t oh it is brent they bonded and so right off the bat french was like oh man like i made a mistake okay and i think that's how we ended up at kyland and then after he talked to Alyssa after the nomination and he explained his reasoning 
she was very adamant that they were not a couple. They were not a showman's. They didn't have a final two. And he was like, again, oh, wow, I made a mistake. Oh, now I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, God, like, what? All I know was at this point, because he's still like going around talking to people like right after the nominations, I wrote in big letters in my notes, Frenchie, go take a nap. Like, <laughs> like just stop talking to people for like an he, hour. For real? Because he just was, he's completely, like, I don't know, like even I think the person he was closest with in the house was Big D. And I know he's even like skeptical of, <laughs> of this decision he made. Well, that's the thing, because it's like, you don't want to hitch your wagon to that when clearly he's about to go down in flames and, you know, you don't want to get taken down with him. Yeah. Um, So then we get our first official um, named alliance that was announced. Um, They were the cookout. That is five members. Um, It's all of the black um, house guests. We have, uh, I think it was Aza, Big D, uh Highland, Tiffany, Tiffany and Xavier. Um, Xavier. Yeah. So um I like everyone in that group. I think they that they could potentially do like a really good job together if I was thinking I was thinking because I do yeah. I really I they're all on the higher range of I like a lot of people actually in this house as we're getting to know them more and stuff. Yeah. I'm getting a better idea of who I don't care about, like people like Alyssa and Christian and things like that. I'm just like, whatever. But then there are definitely some like big personalities that stand out that I really do like. Like Big D said, he was like, you know, we don't really, like if we don't spend time together, no one's going to know we're a thing. And then we can kind of, I think he actually said like have our hands in a bunch of different pots and sort of bring it back to the group. So that's the thing with these alliances. Um, you do have to trust everyone. Your alliance has to be like your main focus. So no matter what you promise to anyone else, you have to be bringing that info back. But I do like that they kept it, you know, it's, it's well, only five of them. Right. So yeah. I feel like if it gets, when things get bigger, that's when you run into problems. So I do think they're off to a good start. I think five, four to five, I think is an alliance sweet spot. Yeah. These, when these people, cause they think they just want the numbers. Okay, mm-hmm. well, having eight people in an alliance is just like, God, don't even get me started. The slaughterhouse. I don't even know if I understood that. I think we get to that the next episode. <laughs> All right. I'll keep it under wraps for now, but it was okay. very. Yeah, it's, it was ridiculous. So then we, we have the quick meeting of the cookout. Um, from there, a Frenchie is um, now upstairs with Brent and making another final two deal. So <laughs> him and, so Frenchie and Brent make a final two deal. Brent kind of in the diary room, like, I already got off the bat, like, he's, I don't feel like he's all in on that. No, so, for sure. Kind of like we said, it's like, someone approaches you about it, and you're like, sure, but no. Um, and then we get into the veto competition, which, you want to give us a rundown? Oh, sure. What the veto, well, that's why don't we talk about what a veto, since this is our first veto competition of the season, I don't know if we actually have people listening to us. But, I mean, at this point, they're already lost, so. I know. So, in Big Brother, um, after the nominations have been made, they always have a veto competition in which every, uh, the two, so the people who play are the two people that were nominated, um, and then they usually pick three, right? Like, head of household 
does play or doesn't? Why don't I yeah. remember this? So head household plays the two veto um, or the two Vito. nominees play, and then all three of them draw one. So in this competition, it was Frenchie and he drew uh, Tiffany, Kylan and he got house guest choice, so he picked Travis, and then Alyssa who picked Derek X. Okay, so then everybody competes. And whoever wins the comp gets the power of veto. So they can either leave the nominations the same or they can take someone else or take someone down. And then the HOH has to replace that person with another nominee. So it does get a little like not sketchy. I don't know the word I'm looking for because a lot of times in this game, the person they actually want to go home, they won't nominate originally. They'll nominate them once the veto's been used, because then they don't have the opportunity to Correct. save them. So they, so they consider that. So they'll put someone up that they don't really want to get to go home, which they usually call a pawn, and then so that they can backdoor someone else. So basically, so the only time that plan doesn't work is if nobody changes the nominations, and then there's not a way to backdoor someone. But yeah, if there's someone you really, really, really want out of the house, and they're really a good, strong competitor it's typically best to do the backdoor move because then you have the better opportunity of getting them out and them not having the opportunity to save themselves in the veto competition. Right. And so in this competition, it was called massive cocktails. So that was their thing. And they were, it was really cool. I thought um, I was telling Laura, a lot of times the competitions each year are the same competitions. They've just like, they, they change some things up. Uh -huh. So this is kind of cool. Cause it's like obviously sticking with the beach club theme. And so it was like giant cocktail glasses and you had to stand at the top and drop. It was like a red golf ball, which was the cherry. And you had to drop it into the bottom of like this obstacle course, but you had to set up the obstacle course because there was a certain path that your golf ball had to follow. So it was really interesting because it was a lot of like moving parts. Um, it was like these giant pieces of garnish. Yeah, so you kind of yeah. want to think of it like a Plinko board where like you have, okay. the, so you have like to get it in the very bottom, but in order to get your cherry there, you had to move around the garnishes too to basically make its path make to get in there. And it yeah. was just whoever did it first. And so um, everybody started doing it. And what I really liked was um, it, Derek, uh, no, it, not Derek F, what's Derek X. X. So um, he just sort of subscribed to the, you know, play smarter, not harder mentality where mm -hmm. everybody but him started at the top. Yes. So he started at the bottom he watched what they did and once he kind of could combine them all he did was copy them and he did end up winning and yeah, I thought, they were so focused on the top yep. he only had to focus on the bottom and he let them do the trial and error of figuring out the best way to get it done at the top i love it i love to I see love it and, so much. and even i think the only person else that noticed it was um Aza. she had noticed it when she was watching and she said yeah. oh look he he started at the bottom. That was pretty smart. So I think that also showed us he's not, he's thinking outside the box, which is good. So that'll be interesting, but he did win it. And then if you want to, I don't know what you have next right um, now, but I can, I can keep going if you want. No, you can keep going. Cause I pretty much just have like the verdict of kind so, of where so we're So Derek at. did win. And then, um, he wasn't really sure what he was going to do. He went and talked to Frenchie. That's usually what the person that wins the veto does, um, especially because I don't think Derek personally had a huge 
stake in it. Like it wasn't yeah. like, you know, a lot of times if you aren't a showman or it's your best friend in the house or whatever, you will for sure use it. Um, or obviously if you're on the block, you're almost always going to use it. So, um, at first Frenchie, th he did irritate me. He was like saying it didn't really matter to him. He wanted Derek to do whatever was best for Derek's game. And then yeah. the longer they talked, he was like, well, I would like it if he used it. And I would like it if he used it on, um, Kylan and I'm going to, you know what I mean? And so he really did kind of force him because then he said, which was a lie. And he admitted in the diary room, it was a lie. He was like, everybody keeps saying like, um, you know, you're going to be next, next week. Yeah. If you, so I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, You told him if you don't get Travis this week, Derek is going to, Derek X is going to be next week. Which like nobody said that. So no, I mean, again, Derek X is on nobody's radar. It's bold gameplay. Um, again, I understand that's what happens in this house, but that poor kid. So he did use it and he took Kylan off and yep. Frenchie replaced him with Travis. Yep. Okay. So that was basically end of episode. So now our options, one of these two are for sure going home. It's either Alyssa or Travis. By the end of that episode, who did you want to go home with those two? I mean, I know this sounds terrible considering what I said earlier, but I thought Alyssa, because I'm like, what is she bringing to the game? Like, a hundred percent. I was like, I don't really care because even Travis, like, I didn't really have, like, any feeling really one way or another, yeah. but um, the, I definitely the, felt the, like I, I cared less about Alyssa. Yeah, and the only thing I did feel bad about is now you have two people sitting on the block who were promised to their faces by Frenchie that they were not going to be nominated. Yep. Yep. So that's kind of shitty. Um, you don't, you see stuff like that later in the game. You normally don't see it right off the bat. Like, Hey, I can't be trusted. Yep. So just another incident of him just being a mess. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. And so I ended my notes for Wednesday's episode with, do you still love Frenchie? And, but I think we are. Yeah, so that. That's the thing. It's like, I do, I like him as a person. I just, sometimes you see these people who come in as a player and you're just like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? And I that's going to be him. And I don't know that he's going to last very long. Yeah. I, I honestly give it's, he, he's going to probably get lucky based on, and I, that's if he doesn't even go home. This, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes home this week, but right. uh, it's all going to be, um, if he just gets lucky enough where his team gets safe and things like that, yeah. that might buy him a few weeks. But um, unless somebody does a huge dramatic like move that gets people pissed off and takes the radar off of Frenchie, I think he's going to be a target for the next few weeks. Yeah, I agree. And I also don't see that anybody really wants to work with him. So I don't know. Yeah. Gonna... Cause everybody knows he's just a, um, a ticking time bomb. He seems yeah. like you just like he's don't know what he's gonna say at any given time. Absolutely. Um, so then that takes us into episode four, which was last Thursday, July fifteenth episode. Um, Stephanie ruined the episode for me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Way she to go, Steph. She literally text messages me. It's like eight fifteen, eight twenty, and I never start the episode like mm -hmm. right at eight. No, I don't. I don't want to watch commercials. You can bang through a Big Brother episode in forty minutes without commercials. So I was like, we were just, I don't know, we were in the backyard or something, and she just like immediately like just jumps in. I can't believe so and so went home. Blah 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 <laughs> blah, blah. And I was just like, I hate you right now. Like, why would you not ask me if I've watched first? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh and my I'm gosh, yeah. Watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um 
So this episode starts with the ongoing of Frenchie making alliances with everyone. The first one is the slaughterhouse, which I can't. Uh, is like 80% of the home. Literally, is this everybody except like one or two people? It's so, I, I didn't even write down all of the names, but I can tell you it's, he tried to build an alliance with like majority of the people in the house. Yes. It was they, a- called, they called it the slaughterhouse. I'm not even going to get that much into it because I don't see how this alliance is going to be lasting at all. And truly, I don't think any of them believe in it either, but again, they're just going along with it. So it is what it is. That was part of the slaughterhouse. No, because, well, I don't want to, I mean, can I, can I say what happens in this episode? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're on the episode. Let's talk about it. So when Travis is evicted and he sees his goodbye messages, um, I think, was it Derek? Somebody did say you were the first victim of the slaughterhouse. Um, we have a, you know, a 12 person alliance. Or what? <laughs> and you, you were the only one not in it. I mean, truly, truly. And with that, that was interesting because everybody, especially at the beginning, a lot of times the whole house will vote the same way. And so they did that. Everybody voted to evict Travis, except there were two rogue votes that then we get into later in the episode. So I'm sure you have some notes on that. And if not, we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, So that was Slaughterhouse. Then we immediately bounce into Frenchie starting another alliance called the French Kisses. <laughs> and this is an alliance he decided to start with all of the women in the house. Is all I of the women in it? It's all of the women, uh, right? It is all of them, and I don't care for this idea whatsoever. And I well, think it was, who do you think you are that you're going you're gonna to be the man that leads this all woman? I mean, and they, they, thought, they thought he's like a joke. Anyway. Thankfully, none of the women took it seriously. They all rolled their eyes at it. Yeah, they're like, if we're going to start an all-woman alliance, you're not going to be the one leading the pack, and you're not going to be in it. <laughs> he's really just trying to co- – I've never seen a scramble like this, like – Trying to cover every single base. I mean, it was like you don't even have to. You're HOH. Stop playing so hard. Like, could have been such a likable person in the house. Like, he just happened. Um. So we had Kylan's birthday also that week. Um. I think it was his thirtieth birthday or something. Yep. They got Travis dressed up all sexy, and they had Travis do a little lap dance for him. Um, that was that totally. Then I don't remember what triggered this. I had totally forgot about Brittany. I felt like she hadn't been in like previous two episodes and I wrote in my notes, forgot about Brittany. But as we get into the next episode, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of her in this coming week. Um, and I was kind of bummed because I started liking Travis more throughout this episode as he was, like, talking with people before the eviction ceremony and stuff. So I was definitely like, okay, I definitely want Alyssa to go home. Um, then we start going through all of the votes, and it ends up being Travis 11, Alyssa 2. Um, the two votes for Alyssa was um, Big D and Tiffany. Yes. And um, they were both basically rogue votes 
Frenchie asks, I still don't, and this is kind of more for talking about the next episode, but Frenchie yeah. wanted Tiffany to vote for Alyssa, but I don't even understand why still. I don't really understand why either. It was a weird thing, because usually when that happens, it's a small alliance that's decided to shake it up. Or it's one person, like, last season, people were doing it just to be assholes so that, like, everybody was paranoid about who's voting against the House. So usually there is, like, some sort of reason for it. And this had, there was truly no reason, I, I didn't think. And it was just weird. And um, why, I forget, why did she agree to do it? She said, so they, she did ask her to do it. And then she agreed, and I don't remember why. I, just, don't, I don't either. It just, it didn't make sense to me. I thought that was weird. And then Big D basically said he did it for shits and giggles. And yeah, love it. I love a drama queen. I mean, I thought we just needed to get people talking on who that one person was who voted. And I loved was after the, the ceremony, it was just Big D and Tiffany in the kitchen. And they yeah. were like, yeah, I wonder who those two people were, not knowing that they both were the ones who I did both of the votes. So funny. So, um, so yeah, so Travis went home and, um, I didn't see him going far. I thought he was dumb for telling people that he basically like started a business and sold it in his twenties and retired to Hawaii. Like nobody wants you to win. Like, I agree. Um, I will say this is not related to the game at all on Reddit. Um, some, it was like a couple and they were flying from California to Hawaii for vacation. Mm -hmm. And she had said, she said to her boyfriend, like, Oh, wouldn't it be funny if, um, Travis was on our flight and then he was. And so she posted a picture (laughs) and she said, yeah, it was like a selfie of this girl and her boyfriend and Travis. And they said he was super nice and super chill and like was upset to be the first one out. But he's like, I'm going home to Hawaii. I can't really be that upset about it. And like was super cool. So I, I like to hear that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so then as, so there's always like two HOH, comp, different types of HOH competitions. And I feel like they kind of alternate it every week. There's the one where they bang it out in 10 minutes and we know who the HOH is at the end of the episode. Yep. And then there's like the long hours and hours it takes to do the competition. Then they make us have the suspense until the next episode. This one was a quick one. It was called Pool Shark. Basically, there was, um, it was kind of like a big shark head, and they had to, like, kind of croquet, not croquet, it was, I guess, a a giant pool cue that they had to, it was a giant pool cue that they had to push the ball into the shark head. But based on where you chose to shoot it from, um, you earned more points if you made it. So obviously, like, shooting from the one, was an easy money shot, but you'd only get one point versus somebody shot from 30. It was near impossible, but if you made it, you would have got, and then the highest person who got it got HOH. So um, the person who got that was Kyland, which I was very happy about. I was too, because he did, his was like a hard shot. I was like, there's no way he's getting that. It was way outside. And um, it was his actual birthday that day. I and know. So I love that. I was, I was that again. He again just kept growing on me. And I just thought, oh, that's amazing. Like, and I really liked him at this point, And I was happy for him that he got that. I think what I'm also excited about is we also don't know, like, kind of where he stands. Like, he's kind of like, like, yeah, kind of 
go, I didn't know like what direction he was going to go with his nomination totally. and stuff. So um, that was basically the end of the episode. And since we've both watched it, let's just go into Sunday's episode since it's fresh in our confused next week. <laughs> yeah. So we got episode five. That was just a couple days ago on the 18th on Sunday. Um, that was when we, um, I actually discussed this in the last episode, Derek and Tiffany talked about being the rogue votes. Um, but that brings me actually, let's go back to that for a second. Would you, do you think you would be a person who would do like random, if you didn't really care who went home and you already knew there was enough numbers where what your vote wasn't going to count, would you do a rogue vote just to start shit? I don't think so. Um, I can be petty, but I don't know about that. Because I think the problem is, you know, whenever that happens and they start interrogating everyone, and I don't think I'd hold up under an interrogation. I'd be like, it was me. And also, <laughs> point at this stage in the game, there are a ton of people. But like, again, someone threw one that didn't, we no one expected. And so it's like, what if everyone decides to throw their vote and it's one of those real close ones and then you all accidentally evict the person you wanted to stay? I just find it risky. That has never happened and I would love to see that happen where there's just it enough would, people wanting to stir the pot where they like right. do too many rogue votes. It would be really interesting. The only other thing, I do really like when someone does it and then when it is kind of like more further in the game, like there was nothing at stake here and then everyone gets real paranoid and everyone's convinced they know that like, so-and-so did it and like they didn't do it and yeah. it's just like again it's the paranoia running rampant like i just that's what i thrive on in the show but not not in the way frenchie is doing it like that's yeah. not what i like i know and i started and it's it became more clear in this episode how many people don't trust frenchie and the reason why i think he's going to be on his way out is um we got a flashback of basically like Travis filling in Kylan like not to trust Frenchie. Um, yeah. We had Tiffany warning Kylan not to trust Frenchie. So there's all of these people that are sharing like their stories of things that Frenchie's promising and things that he's doing and not doing. And I think um, that well, was kind of. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go for it. I was just going to say, yeah. So when. Travis was evicted. Julie did say, you know, we didn't see this <clears throat> because it happened live, but you did try to blow up Frenchie's game. So we did kind of get to see a bit of the flashback and, you know, he was, you know, saying not to trust him. But what I didn't like was so Frenchie asked Tiffany to throw that vote. Then he starts going around the house telling everyone, like, I know who threw the votes, but like, I want, I want you guys to tell me who it was. And Tiffany, which was funny, was in a group and she was like, I don't understand if you know why, why would you even say anything? And yeah. he's like, because well, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna tell. And she's like, then why bring it up? Because like, this is so stupid. She did it for you. And exactly. now you're trying to have to do with all this power and you don't. So just like, let it go. He's gonna have such a hard time letting go of that power trip. I know. Well, I, I mean, honestly, like we've alluded to, I don't think he'll be around much longer at this point. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite part of the episode <laughs> came next, which was Aza and Tiffany in one of the rooms. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. That so, was, how has nobody thought to do that before, by the way? So good. So Tiffany's playing the, I'm a single mom. I miss my son card. And she's crying into her friend's lap. 
So she's literally laying in Oz's lap, like with her head in her lap as if she's crying, but they're talking game. So then anytime somebody walks into the room, Oz is just rubbing Tiffany's back as if she's consoling her on just like life stuff. I know. I think it was Hannah or Alyssa. One of them came in and was like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I just need to get something out of my suitcase. And she was like, oh no. And then um, we see Tiffany in the diary room. And again, she's crying to us. I just miss my son so much. You know, he's so far away. And then she bursts out laughing. She had me. Yeah, she was like, you're like, oh, she, that was so good. That was good. Yeah, I've never seen someone do that before. And I was like, that is genius. And it was really, like, a perfect way for them to, like, talk game without, if somebody walks in, nobody. Because it's so, every time you walk into a room, like, and everybody, like, looks at you, and that's why people get paranoid and assume you're talking about them. So it was genius. I thought that was so funny. It was so funny. It was really good. Um, And then we get into a wild card competition again. Um, So the three people that were picked were or so once again this was where like you pick on your own team like who's gonna mm-hmm. go Frenchie who said he wanted to do it so they said sure and then um Sarah Beth wanted to do it I don't remember why she wanted to do it so bad did she have like a strong reason you know what I feel like she did um and I was making dinner and now I can't remember what she said but she did say there was a reason I thought but yeah, yeah. she did and then um Brent was um who's on the aces they decided to leave it to fate again and draw yeah. like because and then also oh so one thing we didn't mention like so basically once you do the wild card competition you can't be in it oh again. that's right so yeah. i think this will be something we only do for a few weeks or at least in this yeah. tournament because it will be like everybody has their chance to play and then that will be it so yeah, um right. Brent got chosen Um, And this was like, I don't remember what the name of the game was, but it was like basically a color guessing game where they would be shown an image for, um, I don't know, 10 seconds and they just had to study it. And then they would be asked a question about it, like regarding color, like what color was this or what color was shown the most. And um, so the very, there was five questions total. Sarah Beth got the first one. Brent got the second one. Frenchie got the next one. So I was like, oh my God, I just hope. Frenchie doesn't get it. Yeah, I, I do not want him to have safety. And then Sarah Beth ended up getting the next two right. So she was the winner. Um, and the prize, I loved this. And I'd be curious what you would have done in the situation. So basically, she was guaranteed safety if she switched over to Kylan's team. But that was right. had to pull someone from Kylan's team to go to her old team, the Kings, and they would no longer be safe. Um, and then, or she could choose just not to be safe and um, leave the teams the same. And I think she definitely made the best move. Um, no point in shaking things up. She doesn't have a target on her back. Why add one right. now? I, I just think I would have done that. I would like to think I would have done the same thing in the moment you just hear safety, safety. So maybe you would think otherwise, but I'd like to think I would have done what she did. I don't know what I would have done because I think you're right. You hear safety and everybody in this game is always so worried, but you're right. She has, she's literally not on anyone's radar. I think she's, you know, good with this week's HOH. I also think it would be hard for me 
to pull someone who was safe or whatever and, and now they're on a different team and I just think I would feel bad about it and I know in yeah. this game you have to do what's best for yourself I have a hard time with that so I don't know I think you're right I probably wouldn't have done it either yeah um I hope it doesn't come back to bite her in the butt but yeah, he, yeah, and then it just went more into more um, Frenchie losing his mind where he randomly just, like, started storming into rooms, yelling F the slaughterhouse to everyone, like, I'm done. He, like, just went yeah. zero to 100, and I don't understand. I, I, I'm wondering, like, at some point, are we going to find out really he was, like, an actor and, like, he, or he... He went in knowing he wanted to go big and go home. Like, I'm just, I, I, you rarely see this happen from someone who is a self-admitted super fan. Like, usually they know better. Or not this early in the game. Like, no, yeah. if you, like, have been there now two months, you're starting to go crazy. Sure. And, like, you just kind of lose it. Well, you've been there five days. Like, why are you? Why? Okay, it's been a week now. I'm sorry. I was like, bro, calm down. Yeah, he just started going, and everybody in the slaughterhouse, which is pretty much everyone in the room, and then and everybody everyone in the house. Like, yeah, and everyone's kind of like, cool. Now you're just showing everyone that there was an alliance that happened, and that I was uh, part of your alliance, and now I look shady. Like, so he just he's what even triggered him that to do that? I don't even remember. I don't know. I've maybe. Just the fact that he didn't get safety, he kind of already knew the target was on his back. Yeah. Because he had kept saying that the previous week, like, you know, I know I'm going to be there. Everyone's going to be out for me next week. And, you know, sometimes that does happen, which I think is, you know, again, why I wouldn't want to be that first HOH. Um, but he, I, I don't know. And I did see someone pointed out on Reddit. It's funny because if he had taken that dice challenge, you know, originally and uh -huh. got it, he would be safe this week, but he didn't do it. So oh, it's kind of interesting just right. to think about everything in this game is really like they've said chance and it just is what it is. And if he had taken it, he wouldn't have anything to worry about this week, but he didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I did. <laughs> I did notice there was a spoiler early on, like in the beginning of the um, competition that um, when they were interviewing Frenchie, his hat had pink paint splatter on it. Oh. So I was like, okay, well, I know he gets one question right because he clearly got. So I just thought Look that was like. Look at you, eagle eye. I just thought that was interesting. Well, because I mean, there's pink paint all over his head. And I was just like. Yeah. Like, okay, well, obviously he's going to. Doesn't mean he won, but he's for sure going to get a question no, right. No, that's a good yeah. observation. Um. So, yeah. So. Sarah, basically, like we said, she chose to just stay, keep things as is. She felt good enough about it, and I think that was the best decision. Um, and then we go into basically into Kylan's nominations after that, I think. Was there anything else? No, I don't think so. I was um, – oh, the only other thing, and I don't know then – he didn't say this played into his nominations, but, you know, Brittany had gone to him to the HOH room to talk and was like, like where's your head at who are you thinking and he was not having it he was like I'm not putting any names out there I'm gonna do what I want to do and so she's like well let me just throw a theory out there and she also brought up um right Christian and Alyssa being spending a lot of time together being a showman she's like I'm just bringing it to your attention like I'm sure like I'm sure you've noticed like I felt like she was kind of sucking up to him 
And usually the HOH at least like plays into that. He was like, no, I'm not telling you what I'm thinking. And yeah. I was like, oh man, like, so we kind of, cause he's been so nice and like friendly to everyone. And not that that wasn't, but I thought this is the first time we're actually seeing him like a little bit more stern. And I was like, okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I don't even get a vibe of really who Brittany hangs out with, who she talks to a lot. I I feel so. I mean, I like I said, I think we're going to be as we're going to get into right now with the nominees. Um, I think we're definitely going to get a lot more of her in these next couple of episodes and we'll kind of get like a better gauge of her. But so, yeah, so basically Kylan puts up his nominees. He says that it's Frenchie and Brittany. Um, Frenchie. I was so surprised. Were you surprised at, at her? Totally. I was I was not expecting that. Frenchie, I think, is by far his target. Um and sadly, I think Brittany just took it way too personal. I think because you could tell by her, like her confessional after in the diary room that like she was taking this super hard and she was like going for blood. And I'm like, I'm like, you're taking this too personal because I don't I don't think you're at all his target or going to be anybody's target for that matter. I, I also, again, like I get emotional. So I, it's like not nice of me to say, but I hate when they start to cry when they've been nominated. Like, I know. You know Even though that would be me. <laughs> goes home except for one person so it's like or like I mean only there's only one winner so she started to cry and that kind of rubbed me the wrong way but I did feel bad for her because I mean truly I think my mouth dropped I was very surprised to see her up there she like you said we've hardly even seen her so yeah. I don't know where that came from I really think it maybe just was the conversation maybe rubbed him the wrong way and he could have used that as an excuse but he did say it was because um that if she got to play in the veto, she would be loyal to Frenchie because they were on the same team and she would have taken him down. And so I, I do understand that logic. Um, yep. She was not happy with that. She was like, oh, so I get punished for being loyal, like, sorry. And she was yeah. like, like, he's really blowing it up. Yeah, I don't, I honestly think it's more and it's it's I think that like you said that's a good point like you put somebody else up on their team so you know they're not going to save them and yeah. like you could be almost guaranteed like nobody's going to vote for Brittany obviously this will right. be a time to get Frenchie out so I'll be surprised if Frenchie won, wins veto on tomorrow's episode that will be very interesting. it will it will be interesting I don't um, know who Kylan would put up because I feel like he's in a good place with people in the house. So I know. Interesting. There's a few girls we still haven't really seen that much from, like Claire and um, Whitney and uh, Hannah. Let me see. I'm looking up right now who is. So on his team, okay, Tiffany. Okay, Travis is gone. So it's Claire and Tiffany. So he's not going to put up Claire or Tiffany. Yeah. So. No, totally. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he's grown on me a lot. And that's, that is what I like about this show and just the game. You go in first episode, like with really strong feelings about certain people. And then already just one weekend, we've totally changed our mind and people we loved, we don't like anymore. Other people are growing on us. And, um, it's just, I always just tell everyone cause yeah, I think we've talked about it. Like, if you don't watch Big Brother, like, you don't get it, right? And yeah. so it's like, I always say it's just such a, like, a study in human behavior, too, and what people will do when they feel like they don't have a choice, when they're pushed up against the wall. And so it's like, 
yeah, it's like a stupid fun summer show, but yeah, uh, yeah it's very, it's very interesting how it unfolds. Yep. I'm, I'm enjoying this season so far and I'm excited to see where this week's going to go. Um, we'll try to bring back an episode this Friday. We'll see. Yeah. We'll hope. I think I can do it if you can do it, Courtney. <laughs> I, I think I should be able to. We'll, we'll chat. Yeah, for yeah, sure. We'll chat. We'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, we'll cover Wednesday and Thursday's episode on this next episode. And um, thank you guys for listening. And we hope you guys are watching and enjoying it as much as we are. And we will be back with a bonus episode soon. Thanks, guys. Bye.